You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where we examine what is and isn't working in online marketing. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay. So excited to be here today. Today, I'm talking to Miss Jennifer Crawford with Social Media Rescue. During this episode, we talk about online reviews, which can be a blessing or a curse for so many small business owners. So I know you guys have reviews because you're small business owners. Make sure you listen to this episode. We talk about what to do with bad reviews and we celebrate the good reviews and learn how to get more. You guys are going to love this episode. But before we hop into that, I have some pretty awesome news. So I'm going to apologize in advance for when all of your devices go off. But have you guys heard of this Alexa flash briefing marketing? I'm going to go ahead and call it smart speaker marketing. Okay. And this is the latest, greatest in digital marketing. And you guys are now because you're listeners to my podcast on the bleeding edge. In fact, this uh, smart speaker marketing is so powerful. I am hosting a webinar next Thursday, October 11th at noon. So you guys can go and sign up at smartspeakerwebinar.com and I will tell you all about how to utilize these Alexa and this Google Home and all of these smart speaking devices to build an audience around you that's ready to buy from you. If you guys think podcasting is a powerful strategy, even if you're not a podcaster, I'm telling you, smart speaker marketing is the way to go. It's super easy. It's less expensive than podcasting, less time consuming than podcasting, and it's incredibly potent. So if you have an Alexa device, I have an Alexa flash briefing set up. You can go and find it at Digital Marketing Morsel. If you have no idea what I'm talking about because you don't have an Alexa device, blah, 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 all of those things. Well, I will fill you in on my webinar on Thursday, October 11th at noon. So be there or be square. If you're, if you're in the know and you have an Alexa device, please sign up for my daily two minute briefs. It doesn't go more than two minutes every single day on Alexa. It's called digital marketing morsel. If you like this podcast, you're going to love the morsel. All right. Now, another announcement. Yeah, I know. Lots of announcements today. My other announcement is please go to theclicktechnique.com, okay, and get signed up every single day in October. I go live at 8 o'clock a.m. in my private Facebook group, and it's yours free. I go live for about 15 minutes, and it's awesome. And I share mindset strategies. I sell click technique strategies. I tell you all of my deepest, darkest secrets. You will learn something at 8 o'clock every single morning. So go to theclicktechnique.com, get signed up, and you'll be there for notifications and all of this awesome stuff and get your digital marketing dose every single day. So where are you going to go? You're going to go to theclicktechnique.com. And finally, I know I am just talking so much today, right? I should have just done a solo episode today, but I'm not going to. Finally, If you're struggling with digital marketing, which many of you are, but many of you are bootstrapping it and you find yourself like going out to YouTube, finding YouTube videos to try to figure out your stupid Infusionsoft or if this funnel works or maybe you ran some Facebook ads and they totally bombed. 
Uh, you totally need to go and get signed up for my membership program. Go to trafficandleadsmembership.com. It's $97 a month. What do you get for that? You get so much. First of all, you get hot seats with me every single month where uh, it's a basically a consulting call and I usually charge $175 an hour for those. That's included. You get all of my trainings and not only that, If you're struggling with anything that has to do with digital marketing, Facebook ads, Infusionsoft, landing pages, email marketing, all of these things, my staff will be there to fully support you. No more going out to Google for a search and and banging your head against the wall. We are there to actually resolve these issues for you. So your time is worth $97. So you're going to want to get signed up. And finally, in that group, we do challenges all the time. So we're, we have it set up to where I'm constantly pushing you to do better at your digital marketing and to achieve those goals that you know you have to achieve in order to succeed. So trafficandleadsmembership.com. I know so many, so many announcements today, but I think that about sums it up. So let's dive into this interview with Jennifer. Hey, Jennifer, welcome to the show. So excited to have you on today. Oh, thanks, Lindsay. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So before we dive in, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about what you do? Sure. Uh, I own a an agency called Social Media Rescue. We work with a small and medium-sized businesses and organization on their social media management and strategy. And recently, we have expanded into online customer services. And that's real exciting direction for us. That's cool. So I want to ask you a little bit about the name of your company. Why Why social media rescue? Why the 911 aspect of it? If you don't mind me asking. No, I don't. I don't at all because you know, a business name is, is so important and it gives you the first impression of your company. And the reason social media rescue came about is our very first customers happened to be very small women-owned business owners. Um, they were actual like friends of mine through a network when I was just getting started. And they kept um, they kept paying mm-hmm. to like take me out to coffee and just pick my na- my brain about social media because they knew they knew I had some knowledge of it. And finally one of them said, "You know what? I just I don't like it. I don't get it. I would just pay you to do this for me." And I thought, "What? I was kind of in between businesses at that moment and didn't know what my next business was going to be. And so I felt like it had just like fell in my lap. I was like, oh yeah, people do this. I could do this. I love it. It uses my creative skills. It uses my, um, my, everything I've learned about business and branding and marketing in an online format. I love it. So that's how I started. And my first business. Uh, clients that came mm-hmm. to me, there was this sort of desperation about them. They knew they needed social media, but they absolutely were so intimidated by it, had no idea how to start. And they really just didn't have the time to learn. It wasn't that they couldn't learn, but if you know, you know, if you know small, small business owners, you know that they just are work, they don't work nine to five. They work all the time, often seven days a week, and they don't have the time or energy left over at the end of the day to tackle social media, which can be its own, you know, full-time job in itself. So yeah, so we kind of thought we were rescuing people um, from their social media, you know, uh, stress. And then with the customer service aspect, it fits there too, because a lot of times uh, we work with businesses whose reputation is being tarnished because of their lack of attention to 
the chatter that um, is going on online about their company. So we come in and we we help with that and rescue their reputation through social media. So I think it all it all fits in that sense. Totally, totally. Um, so I notice on your website you have online customer service triage, and that from what you're saying, like that is your strength. That is where you really want to take this company. Let's talk a little bit about what that means. What do you mean by online customer service? So online customer service basically is paying attention to what people are saying about your business online. So not only on social media channels, but also review sites, um, things like Yelp, that sort of thing. Um, and not only paying attention to it, but being responsive to it. So typically, your customer is going to say something about your business online in the extreme. So they're either going to be extremely happy with your with your business and have a, have a great things to say to their their network of followers or this is going to be a way for them to vent mm-hmm. and use the power of social media to explode um, their opinion of your company. And, and and they know what they, you know, you, we know what we're doing when we go on social media and complain about a business. We know we're hoping to get their attention and for them to realize they've you know, hurt us in some way. And this is our little act of revenge. And, um, and a lot of times, you know, the clients or customers are there, but the actual business is not, and they have no idea what people are saying about them, good or bad, because they're just not looking for it. And so there's this tremendous opportunity that is missed. One, you can't connect with your happy customers because you're not there. And you can't remedy the situation that has caused a customer to, customer to be unhappy. And what's really incredible about good customer service is your most unhappy clients have the potential to become your biggest cheerleaders if one, you, <laughs> you're there, you know, close to the time that they're, you know, have a problem, you address it and you correct it. Um, then they're going to be a loyal customer because people just aren't used to companies being that responsive. Good customer service is not the norm, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So when we talk about people tweeting about us, leaving us bad Facebook reviews, Yelp, uh, all these other sites, do you have a way uh, when you're doing this triage that you're monitoring this or is it as simple as you have the spreadsheet and you're like daily checking to make sure there's not a new review or is there like a piece of software that will tell you like alert you when you need to address something tell me how that yeah, goes yeah there are so many tools so if you're doing it yourself you can certainly you know um, tr- track your mentions and your hashtag and your company name but if you're doing it for um or if you're having someone else do it or or you're doing it for multiple th- multiple clients. Um, there are a lot of tools or a combination of tools you can use. Um, we do use Google Alert, of course, um, because it doesn't seem like everything, there's one thing that catches everything. So um, there are companies like Brandwatch that interface with Hootsuite. And if you use a social media management tool like Hootsuite, um, you'll be able in your feeds through that tool, see when people mention you, you can search your your company name, you can do all of that and be there. So it depends on the size of the company, um, obviously, and how like how often they get mentioned. And certain companies are, are more prone to being 
chatted about online or certain industries are more prone maybe to being chatted about online, like restaurants. Um, people are very vocal about restaurants. I worked with one restaurant and they had a great review um, on Yelp, but they hadn't claimed their page. I was like, what are you doing? You, you got to claim your Yelp page. Like somebody said something nice about you because they just opened. And they're like, no, we don't want to do Yelp because there are trolls and people, we've heard bad things. People are just going to say bad things about us. And I was like, but, but they're going to do that anyway, whether, whether you're there or not. <laughs> so, and then, you know, and Yelp is actually a very sophisticated social media platform in its own way. And that it has a very sophisticated algorithm that really does filter out quite a bit of trolling, if not all of the trolling they've gotten so good. Um, so you may have a crazy, re crazy bad review that, you know, is badly written, sounds like it came from your competition, uh, you know, Yelp will filter that out and it will it will disappear most likely. So, um, and if somebody has a bad experience, um, that's great intelligence for you as a business because, you know, most people, if they have a bad experience, they're just going to walk out the door. You know, you're never going to see them again. They're not going to come back. But those that are willing to say and talk about their bad experience, then you can actually learn from that and probably correct it. You know, if they complain because your bathroom's dirty, well, you can clean your bathroom and you can re you can reply to their their Yelp review and let them know that you appreciate their feedback and you're going to go get the mop bucket right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um so these things make a huge difference in the overall health of your of your company. That makes sense. So, let's talk about what best practices are when someone leaves you a really crappy review. What what is that business owner to do? Yeah. Well, the first thing not to do is probably not to get defensive. Um, I see a lot of, I, I'm a little obsessed with Yelp myself, I have to admit. And I love reading not only Yelp reviews, but I love reading the business's mm -hmm. responses. Because I would say about 70 to 80% of the time, I wish I could just rewrite the response. <laughs> I think the best thing to do is you would say 70 to 80% of business owners, just a general, your general impression is that they, the majority of business owners totally are not good at responding to these. No, things tend to get combative or defensive, or they deny that the experience happened. All, all very bad, bad responses. You need to acknowledge let them know that you care, that you appreciate their feedback and how you're going to fix it moving forward. And then invite them to give you another chance. Because guess what? With Yelp and most review sites, you mm -hmm. can amend your review. And I've seen it happen. I've seen, I've seen people, you know, take a, a one or two star review, come back to the restaurant upon invitation to re-experience and have a good experience and then go back and update the review with a four or five star review. So these things can happen. Is, is, is it a little extra effort? Yes. But I think what I find with my restaurant owners or business owners, um, they're a little fearful of the reviews. They're it, it's it's sometimes hard to look problems right in the face. And what I say with reviews is Look for the consistent comments, good and bad. If you're seeing in multiple reviews people commenting on bad service, then that's the truth. You know, that's not that's not the that's not troll talk. That's the truth. If you're if you're seeing the the opposite in multiple reviews, people talk about how friendly the service is and how good the wait staff was. Well, then that's the truth too. So you have to look for what what is being said consistently about your business in your, re in your online reviews. And those are your nuggets of truth. And 
with and that's the knowledge and with knowledge you can you can act on it right i love it knowledge is knowledge is power i love it so i have seen this so recently i've read a couple of stories and i actually my neighbor actually did this but um they get mad at at a business on on yelp and so then they'll leave a bad review like something super negative uh, describing their experience or whatever. And then the business owner will get really like aggressive and be like, well, you're not welcome here anyway. Yeah. Have you heard these? It's like, you're, you know, basically calling them out. And, uh, some people, it seems like, like, uh, it kind of work. I don't know. Like it kind of works for them because the business owners like standing up for themselves and not going into this whole trolling thing. And yeah, I mean, sometimes you see that and sometimes you see people, um, write a bad review and the things that they're complaining, and, and it's very unwarranted or unreasonable. I mean, there, there are unreasonable people in the world and unreasonable yes, like people, yeah. unfortunately, yeah. also know how to get on the internet and, and type. So, um, what I, so, so sometimes you see, yeah, you'll see it on, you know, blogs or whatever. People will post like the stellar response to a bad review, like shutting, shutting down the bad reviewer. Yes. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Do you recommend that in any case? In any case, do you recommend that? Like, what if the guy is completely unreasonable and you really don't want him back at your establishment? Do you, do you think you should call him out on Yelp? It's, it's really, it's a tough call because you don't want to start a war. I mean, how much of this yeah. is worth your time, right? So, um, but I understand where it's coming from because if you're a business owner, particularly in the restaurant business, it's such a brutal business with long hours and small margins and restaurant owners are stressed out people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's just where, where this is coming from. So you don't, you know, you don't want to get into a battle. Um, and, and if, you know, but there are some people that have great writing skills and, and can shut it down. But I think those are the minority. I'd say probably I'd recommend don't getting in, don't get into that battle of words online because if you lose, it's going to be bad. It's just also, out there it, for everyone to see. It's just yeah. out there for everyone to see. You're just, you're feeding this, you know, unhealthy Troll. fire. Yeah. And it's the same if you're on, you know, if you're on Twitter or Facebook, um, you know, Twitter moves really fast. And I have a client and we do um, customer service for them. And, you know, occasionally they might get a complaint. And, you know, we always respond to it in a very professional, positive way. Um, but occasionally we come across people that just you can't make them happy. Mm-hmm. And so I have a rule that we reply only twice because three times is an argument. Um, and it's you you can't have a full blown like adult conversation in tweets. It's just not gonna happen. And you can't make irrational people rational. So um if we can't fix it in two tweets and and somebody's just really um enraged, um unnecessarily very unreasonable, then sometimes you kind of have to drop yeah drop the conversation because yeah, yeah. it's just you know it's over. <laughs> they're, they're, you're not going to fix it. And, and they're an anomaly and you just kind of have to understand so, that. Um, I frequently will talk to my clients about how sometimes, a ba- and you kind of mentioned this, that they can come back and be your best clients, even the people who leave the bad reviews. But I frequently will have clients, if they get a bad review, we're shutting it down. I don't want a Facebook page anymore. It's over. I don't want this out there. I don't want to deal with it. But like you said at the beginning of the show, they're going to be talking about you anyway. But can you, again, kind of clarify what you mean? So if someone leaves you a bad review, tell me how you can turn that lemon into lemonade. Sure. Yeah. So somebody leaves you a bad review. It's, it's, it's public. It's there. I think 
you definitely should respond to it. And I'm, I'm talking about a reasonable negative review, not a troll, a clear troll review. Um, but a person that's been in, used your business or service and has, has uh, commented and reviewed and did not have a good experience. You need to reply. You need to thank them for taking the time to give you this feedback. You need to base, uh, acknowledge their experience. And then you need to give them concrete ways that you're going to fix the experience, you know, depending on what it was. Did they have a bad experience with one of your employees? Um, did somebody show up late? Uh, was their food cold? What is it? What is it that they had? Um, did the toilet not get fixed? Whatever it is, fix it. Tell them what you're going to do to fix it and be very concrete and follow through. And then when you do that, please ask them to to rewrite the review or come back and, and visit your business or give you another try. And um, here's a coupon for a free, a free visit or a free meal or a free house call or whatever. Um, also, you know, give them some compensation for their bad experience um, so that it acts as an incentive for them to give you, give you another try. The other thing about responding to negative reviews, at least for me, when I'm looking at, if I'm thinking about going to, a restaurant or hiring a contractor. I look at their reviews and I expect that they'll get, they're most likely going to be some bad reviews, but I look to see if the business owner responds because even if it's not mm -hmm. the best mm -hmm. response, it tells me that the business owner is present and cares about their business. So they're actually, you know, at least they're paying attention and they care. So what worries me more is when I see a business with a string of bad reviews and there's absolutely no response. It's crickets. That tells me the business owner has checked out and I don't want to do business with that, with that business. hundred percent. So uh, yeah, I totally agree. And a uh, kind of thing Jennifer was saying is, even if someone leaves you a crappy review, or really an opportunity to serve, welcome that even if they're crotchety and they are are mad at you, that you're still going to be a professional and you want. And that cust basically the customer is always right. But what we learned in you know business school one one hundred one. Yeah, and I'll give you a little superpower, and you're probably going to laugh, but this it's so effective is. Use emojis. <laughs> when you respond, use a smiley face emoji. Use it as punctuation, if you will. Yes. Because I'm telling you, there is something about when you respond in a friendly way to a negative comment or a complaint and you tell them, oh my gosh, I want to fix it. Let's make Love this it. better smiley face. Like it just lightens the conversation immediately. And you'll take a 10, you'll take a 10, 10 being the maddest customer down to a five, just with a friendly response with your little superpower emoji. And then once you fix it and you solve the problem, now they're down to a one and they're actually happy yes. and grateful. And you'll notice that, um, well, I don't know if in this situation, once you do that, they're also going to um, reward you with, more chatter on social media, but this time it'll be like, thank so, you know, X business for the excellent customer, you know, support. They fixed my problem immediately. I'm so thankful. Um, it's going to, it's going to completely transform that customer's uh, relationship with you. That's amazing. That was a really great tip to end the episode with, but <laughs> it really was. But before we go, I'm going to turn the time back over to you to tell us how to find you and anything else you want the audience to know. Sure. Uh, you can find me at Social Media Rescue on uh, social media. And that handle is Social Media R-E-S-Q 
on Twitter and Instagram. It's also smrescue.com is the site. I also run a conference that's coming up. I'll go ahead and give it a plug. It's called DC Podfest. It's a a podcasting conference in the DC area, November 9th and 10th. You can find us at DC Podfest on all social media channels. And uh, yeah, I just launched a a new company. We talked about it briefly. It's called Sparent. It's a virtual agency staffed by super stay-at-home moms. Um, I hope you'll check that out too. It's uh, Sparent Co. on all social media. Well, thank you again for being a guest on the show. It was my pleasure. I, I enjoyed the conversation so much. Thanks, Lindsay. There you have it, folks. Another awesome episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. I hope you thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm going to do a quick roundup on the three amazing announcements that I was telling you about before, just so in case you have a pen right now, you'll get it out and write these down. Number one, smart speaker marketing. If that means nothing to you and whatever, you don't know what that is, then you need to come to my webinar. If you know what that is, you need to come to my webinar. This is cutting edge marketing folks. And a year from now, you will thank me that you came to my webinar on Thursday. Okay. So get signed up at smartspeakerwebinar.com. Number two, the number two thing you're going to do is you're going to go get signed up for my membership program. It's $97. I promise it will be the best $97 that you've ever spent on your marketing. So go to traffic and leads membership.com. And finally, you know, you want to hear from me every single day on live. There's a lot of people that get on. There's a great energy that happens when so many people gather together, even if it's all virtually, that will really help you stay motivated with digital marketing. And throughout the month of October, I am doing just that for free in my click technique group. So all you have to do is go to the clicktechnique.com and get signed up for that. Look at all these amazing things that are happening in digital marketing. I'm so excited and I'm here to help you and your small business. And of course, if you don't want to do any of this stuff yourself, you know, just to go to traffic. I know I'm so excited today. You go to trafficandleads.com and you find out about all of our services. We can help you with anything from Facebook ads to SEO to pay-per-click to landing pages, all of these digital marketing things that we talk about here on the Traffic and Leads podcast. Just go and check us out. Give me a call. You know you want to. All right. I think that's it, right? If you like this podcast, you know what to do. Leave us a review. Tell a friend about it. Just share it with one person. That would be absolutely fantastic. All right. Until next time, this is One Click Lindsay with TrafficAndLeads.com, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. One Click Lindsay.